This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can you see the Blue Jays making the World Series here in 2022? I voted yes. I'm interested to know what you would vote. But here's the thing. It's not like hockey and in some cases even the NFL and for darn sure the CFL. you got to be good to make the playoffs in Major League Baseball. you got to be good. Only good teams make it. So that means you're a good team. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is. Welcome, everybody, to your favorite daytime sports talk show. No longer on television alone. YouTube Live, WQEE Radio, down there in Hotlanta. And uh, we're ready to have sports fun today. Uh, coming up, Mo Egger from ESPN Cincinnati. That's right. We'll be talking Bengals, maybe a little Reds with Mo Egger in hour one and in hour two. The poster boy, maybe the sexiest man to ever put on skates. Ron Dugay scheduled to join us from St. Augustine, Florida uh, to talk some NHL. Start spreading the news. Tell your friends and fans that we are all over the place. We are on the air on this Wednesday. Let's bring in the Moose now, uh, Darren Moose DuPont. And I got to ask you, Moose, because of the historic day on Tuesday when we went live on radio for myself. And not you. You've been on radio. I have not. Almost four years. How's your life changed since we went live on WQEE? <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Yeah. You know, got a, got more of a hankering for peaches lately. Um, <laughs> you know, haven't found the fruit truck outside. And uh, for some reason, my news feeds have more Atlanta Falcons and Atlanta Braves news in them now. I don't know if that's, you know, the phones are listening to our conversations or what. But uh, I'm hearing more about Marcus Mariota and you know, what's going on with the Braves and the Falcons. And so it's, it's a good thing. All good. Well, speaking of that, we're, we're going to get into the usual fun topics here uh, in hour one. This is the warm up, and we'll do the quick six show topics right away. Six million people in Atlanta. I'm sure they're all listening to WQEE right now. And I want to say something. You made a good point about the Falcons and the Braves. I got a lot of people writing me from Atlanta, 706 area code. That's how I know. And they're like, are you going to talk about the Falcons? Are you going to talk about the Braves? Are you going to become a Braves and Falcons fan? One thing that you don't even know about, Moose, and I haven't told you yet, I'm going to Atlanta a week from Friday, uh, 10 days from now. So you're going to have to host on October 14th, just so you know. I'm going to Atlanta. That's one. Two, Okay. going up. I'll, I'll say it again. We had... Obviously, WTBS, Atlanta Television on our cable. So we were watching Braves games, and we raced home to watch Andy Griffith, the Andy Griffith show on WTBS, and my favorite Martian in a lot of those shows, and also WDIV Detroit. 
Carmen Harlan and her news on WDIV Detroit did not throw in news about Saskatchewan. Bernie Smilovitz, the sports guy, weekend of Bernie's, he didn't throw in the Rough Riders highlights. So we'll continue to do what we do. And the people down there in Atlanta, Peachtree country in Georgia, which I'm falling in love with more by the day, are just going to enjoy what we talk about every day because they say that they are. And you can write us at any time, 902-518-3033. Welcome aboard. And there he is, Ryan O'Radio. He's watching WQEE or listening, as it were. He's sitting at the board right now. Welcome to the family. WQEE 99.1 FM, the key, home of Southern sports and talk. All right. Enough Mickey Mouse. Can you hit the uh, quick six show? Let's get into the sports talk. Well, how about this? Aaron Judge took a smooth mighty swing, and then broke into a big smile as he trotted around the bases. Heading home, his teammates backed away, letting him touch the plate alone in Arlington, Texas. Tuesday night, Judge hit his 62nd home run of the season, breaking Roger Maris's American League record and setting what some fans consider baseball's clean record. We can talk about that forever, and maybe we will. Aaron said after the game he felt quite a few emotions after connecting, thinking about his family and fans and supporters. He said it would probably be after the season until he this truly soaks in the achievement. But Corey Humans, are you familiar with us, Moose? Corey Humans made the catch of a lifetime out in the outfield, snagging the ball hit by Aaron Judge. He snared it on the fly. He's a Dallas guy. He works in the financial world, and there's no telling yet what the ball could be worth. With security personnel around him as he took the ball to be authenticated, he was interviewed and asked what he planned to do with it. He said he hadn't thought about it yet. So your take on what went on last night in Arlington, Texas, around all of that. Yeah, pretty awesome. You know, awesome for Aaron Judge to get it. And in that moment, I know we're getting into the waning moments of the season and you wondered if it would happen or not. And, you know, it's a pretty cool moment. And, you know, it's another, you know, good news story for baseball and a reason to get excited about baseball. And the more we can have characters like Aaron Judge who are likable, who are really, really good at the game and crush long balls, that's going to be good for the sport long term. I didn't necessarily think that he was going to break the record. I thought that maybe the baseball gods, because there are football gods and hockey gods, all answering to the one almighty God, of course. But I thought maybe they would allow him to tie it because we've seen that so many times. I come from that Canadian Football League background where the record of 28 consecutive field goals held by my Saskatchewan Rough Riders was tied by Chris Milo. The record held by Dave Ridgway, but not broken. Or the record for 100-yard rushing games in a season's is 10, tied by Corey Sheets, the former Miami Dolphin. The record held by George Reed, but not broken. But no, the baseball gods saw fit for Aaron Judge to hold this record. And I think it's wonderful that the Maris family gave it their blessing. And now, uh, listen, we're going to move on to our other topics, but I want to ask folks, and I'll ask you later, what you would do, what you would do with that ball. Because I've had some thoughts. Obviously, Corey Elmans didn't think about when he went to the ballpark what he would do if he caught it. He never thought about it, which is fine. Be damn sure he woke up this morning thinking about it. Uh, number two, the Toronto Blue Jays had Tuesday off when their game with the Baltimore Orioles was postponed due to rain in Maryland. They'll play a Wednesday doubleheader in Baltimore and then head home to face the Seattle Mariners on Friday in a best-of-three wildcard series at the Rogers Center. Mariners clinched the fifth seed after beating the Detroit Tigers 7-6 in 10 innings. 
in the first game of a doubleheader and then got help from the Red Sox, who beat the Tampa Bay Rays 6 nothing in a game shortened by rain. A lot of baseball talk right now, and I'm okay with it. Yesterday, I was watching ESPN, and I'm like, I'm, I'm officially sick of the NFL for, for now. I'll get more excited when the weekend comes around, but I'm like, it was, can the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl? I'm, they're my team, and I'm tired of it. Can we talk about something else? So I'm looking at the Blue Jays and the Mariners, and I did a little reading up on it most. They met seven times in the regular season, thrice in Toronto, four times in Seattle. That Seattle series that I talked about, the Mariners swept a member that came up yesterday in four games. So the Jays' record against Seattle in the regular season was 2-5, and five, but I'm saying don't go by that. Because that four-game sweep, it was literally days later that Charlie Montoya was fired as the manager. And they've been really a different team since. So yesterday, our viewers kind of, and, and us, talked ourselves out of thinking the Blue Jays might win this series against the Seattle Mariners based solely on pitching. And maybe that'll be the case. But this is not a best, well, I guess it is a best of the wild card series. I was thinking about when they went down to Tampa and got swept a couple years ago. And that was all based on pitching. But I think they got a chance. They got a chance because they're there. So yeah. I'm saying don't let the regular season record fool you. What do you think about it? Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I wouldn't worry about that. It's all about who the teams are today. And I think, you know, the Jays, they're going to have home field. They've earned home field in this series. So three games, um, if it goes that far, um, I really, really like this Jays group right now. So I think, you know, we should be pretty confident. But you know what? You know, Seattle, that'll be fun, too. So I, it's a win-win for me because these are the two teams I loved growing up as a kid. So whoever comes out of this series, I'll be following the rest of the way. By the way, for the benefit of our Atlanta viewers, and by the way, nobody from Atlanta did that for me when I was a kid, so you should feel very lucky that we're doing this. William Contreras hit the go-ahead run in the fifth inning, and the Atlanta Braves clinched their fifth consecutive NL East title. That's bellworthy. Five consecutive NL East crowns for the Braves. They beat the Miami Marlins 2-1 here in little Cuba, little Havana. Atlanta earned a best, uh, sorry, first round bye as the number two seed in the NL behind the L.A. Dodgers. And how about a, what a story for the Braves. They were 10 and a half games behind the Mets at the start of June and lost four or five to New York in early August. And here they are. They leapfrogged them and have claimed the pennant. First, a word from our sponsor. Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service plus online ordering options is easy and convenient when you're on the go. I've got messages coming in here from the 706 area code asking what I'm doing in Atlanta and where I'll be. Patience, Grasshopper. You'll find it. You're on a need-to-know basis. Right now, you don't need to know. Moose doesn't even know. I Point think three. I got an idea. Point three. Do you? Coaches uh, to the National Hockey League, coaches like to say it's the process and not the results that matter in the NHL preseason. The Montreal Canadien hope that's the case as they drop their sixth preseason game in as many outings Tuesday night, losing 5-4 to the visiting Ottawa Senators. Cole Caulfield, Joel Armia, David Savard, and Arbor Jacki scored for Montreal on the loss. Claude Giroux, Tyler Mott, Shane Pinto, Brady Kachuk, and Alex Debrinket scored for Ottawa. Um, I'm sure you saw the Instagram story I put up on our Instagram feed uh, at the Rod Peterson Show. Why, why, why is this a thing? I see Matthew Sikaris, our good friend, went off on it in Vancouver on Sikaris and Price. 
Are we at a point in society now, Darren, where the fans know little more than they're looking at the score sheet going, we lost, we suck. In the case of Montreal, you're going to suck anyways, no matter what. You're not going to win regular season or preseason, and they know that. I'm getting the sense that fans in these markets are getting worked up, and maybe even some of the media, too. Uh, Have we hit that point in society that people actually care about NHL preseason scores? I didn't think so, but, you know, this has me thinking otherwise. I mean, you know, the one market, it's funny you talk about Matthew Sakaris, is is Vancouver, where they have had no signs of any success coming out of the preseason. you got the ownership struggles, coaching controversies, and then the play on the ice has been really bad. You've got two big contracts that are up for grabs, so there's been a lot of negativity. So I get that. You're looking for some positives. But in Montreal and Ottawa, you've got these young cores that are really exciting. I don't think you're worried about losing a preseason game, but maybe you are. Maybe fans are getting upset about that. I don't know. (laughs) I sit here and go, (laughs) do we need to have a hockey 101 class here, entry level, that these games don't matter? And literally, I mean, I was disappointed. I went to the game in Sunrise here the other night, and but the the Panthers and some of the Hurricanes, they weren't trying. And I'm like, why did I drive all the way down here? Which, incidentally, it's 27 miles. It's not a lot, but could you at least try? Um, so it doesn't matter. So in these other games, San Jose beat Berlin 3-1. The Islanders beat the Flyers 4-3 in overtime. Noah Dobson scored the winner for the Islanders. Buffalo doubled Carolina 4-2. The St. Louis Blues were 4-2 winners over Minnesota. I think it matters when it's our teams. My favorite team is still the Vegas Golden Knights for now. Uh, They beat Arizona 4-3 last night. Wee Willie Carlson scored the winner for the Golden Knights. Aiden Hill made 50 saves in net for Vegas in the win. So it looks like he's going to be the guy going into the regular year. And the Anaheim Ducks beat Los Angeles 5-4. Mason uh, McTavish had zero points and was a minus one for the Ducks. And we're following him because of he is a world junior superstar now for Canada. Not surpassing Jordan Eberle, of course, but still a star. Mason McTavish for Team Canada. So again, our teams are, I mean, you... We're checking the score sheets of our own teams. You want to know how your own team's doing, but win or lose, you're not getting upset, right, Moose? I assume you're looking at the score sheet with the least play. Yeah. Yeah, of course, but never getting upset with a win or a loss. I know it has nothing to do with what's coming in the regular season. No indication. I mean, again, there are some teams, and I talk about Vancouver, but that's it. It's very rare. Well, again, Vancouver, what, what what the case there is, and we have a lot of viewers in British Columbia, of course, run Telesoptic TV, channel 924 there. It's a hurting, damaged fan base. We all know that. They don't know that. They should know that. People don't like when you use the term crazy, but I, I don't mind. Some people get upset. When you're crazy, you don't know you're crazy. Everybody else can see that you're crazy, but you don't know. So in the case of Vancouver Canucks fans, they're they're a hurting, damaged fan base. Rough Rider fans in Sask were for years. Winnipeg Jets fans are damaged. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers fans were damaged for for the longest time. But if you go to my recovery account right now on Instagram and Twitter, you'll see hard times make the good times feel even better. The problem for the Vancouver Canucks is they've never had good times. Never. That's why the Bomber Grey Cup championships feel so good. Because <laughs> of what they've been through. 
So in the case for yeah. Vancouver, it's like we were we were supposed to have a good team this year. What the hell? We can't win in the preseason. Doesn't matter, bro. But you can't reason with them either. No. So our NHL coverage brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. In the less than minute that we have left, we're moving on just simply to the CFL. This is a little hook to bring you back after the break. And we got NFL in here, too. But we're looking at Canada's Game of the Week in the Canadian Football League. You can vote on it now on Twitter and YouTube. Our poll is for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center. they got dealerships all across the Canadian prairies in the state of California. It's not even a race. It shouldn't be. Sask at Hamilton Friday night is Canada's Game of the Week. Even fans that don't cheer for those two teams should know this is really for all the marbles Friday night at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton, Sask at Hamilton. The other games, though, are BC at Toronto. We used to call that the Braley Bowl. Edmonton at Winnipeg and Ottawa at Montreal. There's not even a lot riding on these games that I can see, but you can vote on the poll. We'll talk about those. NFL notes, tonight's NHL preseason. We got some junior hockey stuff to get to. That's all coming up right after this break. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network. See you in a minute, Moose. YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and your home for Southern sports and talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Landmark Cinema's extra members get your movie tickets for just half the points from September 16th to 29th. It's an offer you can't refuse. Any movie, anytime. Redeem just half the points every time. Any way you add it up. Or is that divided? It's movie time. Not a Landmark Extras member? Join for free now at LandmarkCinemas.com and movie more for less. Landmark Cinemas, where movie lovers get their extras. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows granger has got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Beautiful day in South Florida. They pretty much all are. It's the RP show, and this is the warm-up. And I don't usually... There's the moose. He's joining us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle in Canada. And I don't normally get into the uh, viewer comments in this point, as you know, Darren, because it's the warm-up for you and I. But I'll read a few here. Corey May says, We Bomber fans are very grateful these days. He's watching from Winnipeg. Colin in Ottawa watching, it says some athletic reporter, which quite frankly is an oxymoron, isn't it? An athletic reporter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Reporter for The Athletic website. Actually reporting on Matt Murray's total saves and save percentage is just sad. Like you have nothing else to report on for the Leafs? I, I 
I, I don't know what you're talking about. I would think you would report on the saves. I reported on Aiden Hill's 50 saves last night in Vegas' win over Arizona, unless I'm missing something. I mean, individual performances matter right now. Wins and losses do not, especially when you're trying to decide who your starting goalie is going to be. But I digress. Kevin is watching in Airdrie. Kevin, the medium. He says, whoa, now you got my blood going this morning. 2011, good times. Talking about the Vancouver Canucks being a hurting fan base. And they are. Ken Friedman says, God has an organizational chart. Yes, he does. It's a flow chart, and I deal with his assistants. I call them my advisors. You can call them spirit guides. Of course, God has a flow chart. Didn't you know that? Didn't have enough time to deal with everybody. He needs some help. Eesh. And John Ohm, Ohm in Winnipeg says, Saskatchewan Rough Riders won't win another game, and everyone's fired. How about that? I guess he's trying to How predict the future. And if I could just take one little sachet off track, and then Darren, remind me, please, to come back to the CFL. Somebody was writing in the comments and saying, what about the Tampa Bay Rays moving to Montreal? What happened to that story? That was fake news, whether it was the owner of the Rays or somebody involved with the Rays threatened to leave Tampa and go to Montreal. And somebody asked, what's Olympic Stadium being used for now? The former home of the Expos and the Montreal Alouettes. It's kind of just sitting there. I've been in it many times. Uh, via the crossover in 2005, the Saskatchewan Rough Riders played the Alouettes in Olympic Stadium. Marcus Crandall was the starting quarterback for the Rough Riders that day. I'll never forget it. We got our ass kicked. But I remember the day before the game, walking around Olympic Stadium, and there was cobwebs everywhere and dust on the rails, and there was an ad for an ACDC concert coming up. Now, this was 17 years ago. My word. Were you still in high school then, Darren? You're darn close. <laughs> Pretty darn close. close. Yeah. Well, I feel like John Frenzy here. I said to Lynch, do the years go by as fast as you get older? Like, we just go, that was 2005. Where'd the years go? John Frenzy, the Hall of Fame Rough Riders broadcaster, goes, you get old enough, the decades go by like that. <sighs> Anyways, that was from John Frenzy. <laughs> Uh, back on point. I gotta stay out of. I gotta stay out of the comments. What about this? We mentioned Sask at Hamilton Friday. What's your take on yeah. the general manager of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders coming out on Tuesday? Because today is the CFL trade deadline day. Didn't you know? Thank yeah. Heavens, we didn't. Thank heavens, we didn't make this our CFL trade deadline special. Uh, he says we're not going to make any trades. We're staying with what we have. Uh, traditionally, there's not a lot of trades made. And to be honest, for the Ryder fans watching, and that's where the majority of our viewership is. The numbers show that. Darren, realistically, what would, what would they get? You're not bringing in an offensive lineman now, not from within the CFL and probably not NFL cuts per se. That's going to have an effect with three games to go. Who would you get? Like Jer- O'Day, Jeremy O'Day is the general manager. He's getting blasted, but I can't even think about who he should get. No, I can't either. I mean, the only thing, you know, and I saw somebody with a prediction that Bo Levi Mitchell would be a Saskatchewan Rough Rider by the day's end. And that was just a fan putting it out there into the universe. To me, that was the only real thing I could I could have seen happening. Maybe, you know, you look at picking up another weapon, but they've got enough weapons, right? Just had trouble getting them all healthy and on the same page. And the trouble with bringing in a bowl Levi is you got to get on the same page as Jason Moss. You've got to get on the same page as all your receivers. 
They need to win now. And so even if you think Bo Levi is a big improvement on Cody Fajardo, the look how long it took. It didn't Vernon Adams didn't come in and get the BC Lions winning football games right away. He needed a game. They needed a bye week. They needed another game before he started winning some football games, right? The Riders don't have that luxury. So Cody Fajardo gives you the best chance to win now. The group you have gives you the best chance to win. So I'm with you. There was really nothing that could be done uh, on short order like this, at least in the NHL trade deadline. You've got a month. You've got four to six weeks before the end of the year to get gelled and be ready for the playoffs with your new additions. You don't have that now with the CFL. Yeah. So, I mean, the CFL, the Canadian Football League, is such a unique league compared to the others. Does the NFL trade, line, trade deadline draw much attention, as you recall? You're more of an NFL follower than me. No, not really. No, I, I mean, it is a, earlier in the season, thing. but yeah. it's earlier in the season. So if they do make moves, you at least have some time to you know, get them into your culture and your group. Well, and uh, John Ohm... Um, in Winnipeg, says Jeremy O'Day, that's the general manager in Saskatchewan, will do nothing, and he will be fired at the end of the season. End of rant. Um, who knows? I mean, there's, <laughs> it kind of depends who you're talking to. Uh, if I'm starting to see online, the fans are saying, well, no, they need to get rid of this offensive coordinator. They get, need to get rid of this old line coach. They're all playing armchair owner, if you will. I guess nobody really knows because have I asked you this, Darren? I don't know if I have because I hear so many opinions. Can you see Saskatchewan going on some miraculous run beginning Wednesday, Friday night with a win in Hamilton and just pulling their wiener out of the campfire and going to the Grey Cup? Do you, do you see that and going through this magical run through the East Division via crossover and getting to the – I don't see it. But it could happen. So as long as there's a chance, they need to believe that it will. Do you? Um, I'm with you. Exactly the same. I mean, I don't think so. I'm not betting on that happening. But it could happen. And and the reason I think it could happen is because there are some pieces there. Cody, we know he has the ability to be great, right? They've shown the ability to run the football. They've got some elite weapons at receiver. Their defense has some studs on it. So and the coaches there, you know, between Craig and and Jason Shivers and and even Jason Moss, even though we disagree with some of his play calling, they've got it all the pieces. Can they bring it together? To me, it's more of a culture issue than anything. And you can forget about saying, well, you know, Jason Moss needs to stay and Craig needs Dickinson yeah. needs to stay, but the GM needs to go or this needs to because if the GM goes, the whole coaching staff will be up for grabs because the GM wants their own coach. If the coach goes, the whole staff is up for grabs because the coach wants his own staff. So you can't just pick and choose. I want this guy, this guy, but not that guy, right? It's probably going to be an entire house cleaning or no house cleaning at all. Right. And it all depends on the next few games. And I, it's in my commentary yeah. today, folks. Go read it at rodpeterson.com. I said there's something admirable with Jeremy O'Day using the philosophy, dance with the one that brought you. Or we're going with the group we have. The problem is the one they brought to the dance is a three dressed up as a nine. So when the lights come on, she ain't that good looking. So it's not really that admirable. That's the thing with Saskatchewan. They're not that good. We're going to go with what we have. And they've lost eight of their last ten games. So 
Uh, Jeff Cabellos in Winnipeg says, I need to borrow that analogy, Rod, pulling the wiener out of the campfire. Go ahead, man. I stole it from somewhere. I didn't come up with it. Um, I like the uh, other one better. Which one? <laughs> the one when the li- when because the- I love when the li- when, but the problem is it's a three dressed up as a nine. So I've I've always heard dance with the one that br- they brought you. Dance with the one you came with, and it's very admirable. I've never heard the flip. Problem is, so that's pretty good. Well done. I added that. I added that little flip. There, I thought you'd like it. Um, Arlen Bruce, Canadian Football Hall of Famer, writes in and he says uh, he wants to know who the award winners will be. Canadian Football League Most Outstanding Player, Defensive MVP, Special Teams MVP. Um, Like the Liberty, Liberty, Liberty commercial that you don't see, Darren, but we do on a U.S. television. This won't mean anything to the Canadian viewers, but for the priest, Talking to the ostrich that has the sunglasses on. Kevin, no, no, not today. Arlen, no, no, not today, Arlen. Friday, we can talk about those things, but we need to pull back in some control here of the program. We can't, we can't, we can't relinquish control of what we're talking about today. Can you come back Friday? We'll talk about it then. What's on at the movies? The movie Don't Worry, Darling, in theaters now. Alice and Jack are lucky to be living in the idealized community of Victory, the experimental company town housing the men who work for the top-secret Victory Project and their families. The 1950s societal optimism espoused by their CEO, Frank, anchors every aspect of daily life in the tight-knit desert utopia. Wouldn't you like to go to that, folks? The movie is Don't Worry, Darling. Or you could go to the new Spider-Man movie. There's a lot of great movies showing right now at Landmark Cinemas. Text MOVIES in all caps right now. 902-518-3033 to be entered to win. Tickets and treats at Landmark Cinemas. Winners picked every week to go to the movies. Um, By the way, I can get into a sports update here, and maybe I... Will with when we have one minute left in this segment, I will go to a sports update. I have written NFL notes, Darren, for week five here. Uh, Miami at the Jets. Clearly, I'm ensconced in that. Two has been ruled out. It's Teddy time. Your Titans are at Washington. That should be a dub. Easy dub for the Titans. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys are at the Los Angeles Rams. That's a classic NFC match there. I'm looking forward to that one. And our Atlanta Falcons. Visit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Might that be the uh, game of the week? Some good games in week five. Yeah, it's going to be really entertaining. I mean, you know, thought maybe we might see Dak back, but his grip on the football is not there yet. So Cooper Rush, who still hasn't lost, is going to go into the defending Super Bowl champs who, you know, are really good coming off a loss. Sean McVay's really good coming off a loss. So that'll be probably, for me, that's the marquee game of the weekend. And then what I'm looking for in Tennessee is they got to score points in the second half. Two straight weeks, they've got no points in the second half. The good news is they've been so good early that they have been able to win those two games. So a couple things this week I'm looking at. All right, looking forward to that. We'll cover it all, of course, on a football Friday. And put this in your pipe. Next Friday, I will not be hosting the show. I will be in Atlanta. So that should be fun for all of our staff. Because the first I've told anybody. Um, Okay, Moose, I'll see you in hour two. Cool? Later.
Okay, a sports update on this Wednesday. The Toronto Blue Jays' first foe in the playoffs is now official. Toronto slated to take on the Seattle Mariners in the American League wildcard round. The series will lead off Friday at Rogers Center. The team, the Jays, are heading into the postseason with some steam. After dropping two of their final three games against the Yankees last week, Toronto's now won four straight with two games to go, and that's a doubleheader today in Baltimore. Uh, in the dub, Tristan Zandi had a goal and an assist, and netminder Harrison Menigan stopped 28 of 29 shots as the Lethbridge Hurricanes knocked off the previously unbeaten Saskatoon Blades. 3-1 in WHL play. The Hurricanes and Blades are back at it tonight as the Blades travel to Moose Jaw, and the Hurricanes head to Prince Albert. Meanwhile, the Victoria Royals acquired forward Jake Poole from the Kelowna Rockets earlier in the day in exchange for an eighth-round pick. In the 2024 draft, Poole, 20-year-old, spent his entire junior career in Kelowna. We analyzed the trade yesterday involving Sam Arenda of the Seattle Thunderbirds going to the Regina Pats. If you missed it, go to rodpeterson.com right now. It's one part of today's commentary on Cat Country and Rock 98.5 FM. The sports update for Edo Japan. Edo Japan's fast and friendly service, plus online ordering options are easy and convenient when you're on the go. We're going to Cincinnati next. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and on your home for Southern Sports and Talk, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues from gorgeous South Florida on a hump day. Episode number 856 of your favorite daytime sports talk show continues on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and now on Radio WQEE. Let's bring him in now, the great Ron Dugay. He of his, what is it I look at, 864 NHL game, 860 games, 620 points. Well, Joins us today from Sendic. Hey, go ahead. All right, so what I was going to say, whenever they say that number, it disappoints me because I like to think that I played at least a 1,000 games. And see, I don't know why, and maybe we can petition for this, they don't include playoff games or even exhibition games, but playoff games, right? It's just regular season games. Dudes, you're jumping right in. Have you been reading my diary? Uh, 89 playoff games for Ron Dugay, by the way, and... I don't know how many preseason games. The man who invented the optional morning skate, Ron Dugay, joins us. How hard did you try in the preseason on a scale of 1 to 10, Dukes? <clears throat> uh, to be honest with you, I tried hard because uh, and it, it's, it probably goes to who I am today. Whenever I play a little friendly uh, uh, pawn hockey game, I go hard. Whenever I stepped on the ice, I love going fast. I love playing hard. I love scoring goals. And so, yes, I would go, go hard. Now, as far as... The physical aspect of the game, maybe that's where I would maybe let up a little bit because you don't want to get anybody too angry, especially in our days in the exhibition games. Oh, my God. If you hit someone wrong, it'd be a brawl. So uh, I went hard, skated hard, worked hard, but I didn't necessarily physically go as hard. Yeah, fair. listen, I get it. I I get what you're saying. You played in that 70s, 80s era, which I regard the golden era. The old timers kind of don't. But I went down to Sunrise last week and I saw the Panthers and Hurricanes. And I'm like, why did I drive down here? They're not trying. Like a handful of guys were. And I just wonder, 
Have you seen that? Have you seen many preseason games this fall? Well, I've been watching the Ranger games because of my interest in the Rangers, of course, uh, but mainly just the Rangers. I don't, I'm, I don't have a lo- whole lot of interest in, in too many other teams. It's just not the way it used to be. Right, because it, it's just nice hockey, and I like nice hockey. We got we got a lot of skilled players on the ice, but it's just you know the the battle and the and the, this uh, effort that would go through uh, certain players in training camp. You like they were really when when you say fighting for a spot, like guys were fighting for a spot. So I kind of miss that old school uh, let's battle sort of thing. Uh, where you kind of you have an opportunity to really show some passion. You really have an opportunity to show the coach that you really want to make a difference on this team or even make the team. So the battle uh, compete is just not the way it used to be. No. Um, Hey, by the way, before we stop and look ahead to the Rangers season, can you, as much as you can say, tell me what the last week's been like for you? Because it seems like hell down here, South Florida, I had five branches to pick up on the lawn. It wasn't a big deal with Hurricane Ian. Uh, Were you as lucky up where you are or no? I would say uh, yes, because I'm north of you. I'm uh, near St. Augustine, Ponte Vida Beach. And so what we get here most of the time is just high winds. And after that, the high winds brings uh, leaves and branches, nothing broken, just picking up for a day. And, uh, you know, when you compare it to what others have been through, it's nothing. In fact, I live across the street from, from the beach, and I love going. I love the high winds because it's, it's kind of uh, – it changes things, right? And uh, and so I love going to the beach, the big waves and all that. So I, I appreciate that as long as they stay at the beach. So no damage at all. <laughs> okay, good. Good to hear. Well, yeah, your place looks great. You look great. And same thing here. We were very lucky, but not as many people were. So back to the hockey. Uh, so the Rangers went all the way to the conference final. Your old, did you play with Bernie Nichols or did you get swapped in the same trade? Bernie called the Rangers going all the way to the Eastern final last year, by the way. And he says this year, they're going to be just as good. What do you think? Um, yes, I did play with Bernie. Him and I played together in, uh, in LA. So I've gotten to see Bernie, especially that year where he scored 70 goals and Gretz was on the team. So it was a special year in, of course, Bernie's a special guy, uh, and I do a lot of alumni games with him. He still's got the great hands, and um, he had picked. I didn't pick him to the finals. I picked him in the top eight last year, somewhere in the eight, because there were so many good teams. And I was not surprised to see them go to where they went. Uh, I, I don't think they would have gone as far hadn't Crosby not gotten hurt. I don't think they would have been Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, if Crosby doesn't get hurt, that would have been the end. Uh, it took them a while to get going. And to be consistent in the playoffs is still learning that. Having said that, I think they're going to be a different team this year. I have them in the top six. Could they go to the finals? Yes, but I have them in the top six. That's because of the other teams that are in the league that are still, you know, teams that it's uh, that I think there are six teams that can make to the finals. Well, listen, I, I get it, but I got to ask you what flipped the switch? other than Gerard Gallant and, of course, a new GM and Chris Drury. I mean, you're one of the most iconic Rangers of all time. I know how closely you follow that team. It seems like they changed the coach, and they're a good team all of a sudden. Was it that easy? Yes, that easy. Coaches make a big <laughs> difference. Oh, absolutely. I, wow. I've, I've experienced having good coaches, bad coaches in the NHL, and I know what a bad coach can do to a team, and I know what a good coach can do to a team. I play my best hockey uh, under Herb Brooks because of his system, his style, and it was very suited to me. I scored 40 goals with him. I don't think I would have scored 40 in a different system. And, of course, you got to have the right teammates. He brings in Mark Pavlich. 
But having a bad coach, and I've had a few, and I'm not going to name names because I don't like to do that, but I have seen the difference in a good and a bad coach. And I've coached. I, I spent four years coaching at the minor league level, and I like to think that I made a difference uh, in my team winning. It just knowing, uh, it's knowing um, your players, knowing how to treat your players through a cor- course of a whole season, knowing how to get them prepared, practices, good practices. And so, yes, and when you talk about Gerard Gallant, He's um, he's the type of guy that uh, he's very likable guy and he knows the game. He's old school. He's a tough guy. He expects he expects toughness and hard playing, but he's also very fair. And he's not a guy that's a yeller and screener and panic. And so I think he was good for this young team, Rangers being a young team, um, allowing the young players to develop, not putting a whole lot of pressure on them, feeling like they have to worry if they made a mistake or not, and not being so tight on systems. Letting the skilled players be skilled players, having defensive uh, a defensive mindset, but still be skillful. So I, I think he created a very nice room. He let the captains uh, control the room, which – some coaches don't like to do that. They want to control the room. And so there's a lot of good qualities about Gerard Gallant. Of course, you have to have good players and good young players, and that he has. And those good young players are going to be a year better. And a great goaltender in Igor Shesterkin, by the way. Dukes, I could always talk to you for hours, but I got to say, the guys from the Hockey Hall of Fame were down here a couple of weeks ago for the Latin America Hockey Tournament. And they had the... Well, not this time the Stanley Cup, but they had the Conn Smythe, the Vezina. They had a bunch of trophies here for this tournament. And I said, guy, and they were driving it back to Toronto. And they said, we're stopping in New York to give Shesterkin the Vezina trophy. It's like <laughs> calling this if he was home to drop it off. Have you seen this guy play live, Shesterkin? Is, is he as good? Well, obviously, he's as good as they say. But what makes him so special? Um, well, not being a goalie coach, I can't give you uh, real specifics. I think that when you look at someone like a, a defenseman who they say, well, he's hard to play against. Well, what makes him hard to play against? It's the same thing as a goaltender. He's hard to score against. Well, goaltenders, some goaltenders are very athletic. Uh, some of them is they're very uh, position savvy. They know their position. And some of them are just working hard. So um, he's the type of guy that's got a little bit of everything. And I love his compete level, competes hard and his demeanor. Demeanor is so important because if you're a goaltender and you get an early goal scored on you, some players, some goaltenders, they have meltdown. They just can't handle it. A guy like him, you can tell he's cool. He's calm. He's having fun and, uh, and he can handle the puck, but it's a lot of it is technique and mindset. And, uh, he's had, when you look at his past, he's been very successful. So he does, he walks into that rank and he thinks he's the best player so he's very confident also hey we're over time but i just i have to ask you were you hanging out with connor mcdavid this summer did i see a photo of you at a golf tournament with mcjesus number 97 mcjesus yeah i know wow (laughs) um yeah i got to be around him uh at an event in muskoka and uh, i was and you could just see this kid's a good kid you can just see it in his eyes and uh, very you know it's quite shy but you know what surprised me when I look at a player, today's player, compared to players back in, let's say, 80s and 90s, like guys were really hitting the gym hard, right? Like they were getting more jacked up where players today are not as big. Like I looked at him, I'm like, my goodness, I, I wouldn't be afraid of going to the court against this kid. But then again, he'd be in and out before I get there because they're so quick. The, the, the fitness on these guys are a little bit different. They're just lean and fast and in great shape. Yeah, there's not a lot to him, but uh, boy, does he ever get it done. 
Ron, I hope we can do it again soon. So great to see that you're safe and sound and uh, enjoy the hockey, my friend. Yes, all right. Likewise. Thank you, pal. Rangers icon Ron Dugay joining us from St. Augustine, Florida. Viewer takeover next. It's the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.